Welcome to Bridging the Gap. I'm your host, Marianne Rose. You are about to embark on a relevant and timely journey of thought with registered psychologist, Dr. Cyrus Dirksen. Thank you for tuning in and expect to be enlightened right now. Hey, Cyrus. Hey, Marianne. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing so good. Mm. Yeah, I'm happy, happy, happy. <laughs> I know that happiness, some people say, oh, happiness is based on happenings. Mm. So mm-hmm. if something happens, then you're happy. But if it's not happening, then you're not. Right, just kind of situational happiness. Yeah. Mm. But then sometimes you can, we even talked about it last week, choosing, mm. making a decision. Mm-hmm. Last week we talked about a change of heart and we began mm. talking about it like attitude, but then we grew into it like the heart mm. and about doing something motivated from the heart, not just because you mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. trying to make things nice, but you don't really right. feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Getting kind of out of your just mood and getting into your values and who you really are and Mm -hmm. yeah that's beautiful right to have something deeper guiding you yes I think that a lot of people feel that about themselves Mm. oh I really care mind you there's probably some people who are like no I really don't if you really Mm. looked Mm -hmm. you probably do Mm. and I'm talking about care about humanity about people so we have a title today called I See You. Mm, Yeah, that's a nice title. I like this idea. I mean, when I think about meeting with people in a therapy setting, oftentimes that is one of the core things that's happening, is just being able to hear a person's story. I mean, obviously when they walk in, you can see them, and that can be a connection right there. But normally what happens is as they tell their story, and you hear their story you can see more of them. You can see more of their personality, more of their history, more of their experience and feelings. I feel so precious about the time you spend getting to know someone that if you enter into deeper and deeper care for that person, that it helps you to feel genuine tenderness, kindness, Mm. friendship, and it brings out your desire to be generous and provide needs met and all kinds of things can come from that. And it is often created by spending time. But the sense of that for people just wherever they are, that doesn't mean you're going to all of a sudden just walk up to the cash register and the teller behind and just going to instantly oogly eyes and fall in love. (laughs) And this is like, oh, I just Mm. love you. Mm. All the time, everywhere I go, I am smitten. Mm. (laughs) You know, like you would, Mm -hmm. gathering, you know, information about somebody and feeling tender and loving and caring. And this isn't just an intimate thing. It can happen in friendship where you really grow those feelings. Mm. Mm -hmm. But I appreciate the I see you aspect of wherever you go. Mm. That it can be there in even the smallest of exchanges. Right. Yeah, I think there's a reality you're talking about where this openness and vulnerability, to walk around and to be open to other people. I mean, you could go through the cash register, like you said, you could go through the line, 
and you can be connected to yourself and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that you know you could be thinking about your day you could be thinking about you know what you have to do and trying to prepare yourself or you could be just daydreaming about nonsense or you can be in a place where you're open to the people around you and you're actually engaging with them you could look at somebody and you could wonder about who they are you can be interested I mean mm-hmm. honestly that's one of the experiences that can be most connecting is to be curious yeah and to have that openness to warmth there you know where it's just like oh you know I'm curious about you and I could see myself liking you I could see yeah. myself caring about you and you haven't even talked to the person you don't even know anything but you look at them with this kind of care and openness not necessarily vulnerability but the potential for vulnerability mm-hmm. I could become vulnerable with you in some way yeah. and I'm curious about that and that can really change how you interact with people and can lead to people having that experience of being seen yes you know of feeling connected yeah. with sometimes very little said you light up my life everywhere you go you are a light So you can walk into any place that you go and see someone and feel light from them. Mm. In response, you would then light Mm. back. And I feel like what happens to us in just regular day-to-day mundane society, so we're going to a coffee shop and someone there is fumbling over the cups and not communicating very well and maybe they don't have eye contact and mm. you just want to have a coffee and you're grumpy because you don't have your coffee and <laughs> so you have this encounter and this feeling of first thing mm. mm-hmm. what's going on right check yourself before you wreck yourself right. like for you in the moment to have irritation just right there mm-hmm. cut it catch it and cut it because that's a person Mm. go there first right see light Mm -hmm. first and back up into that Mm -hmm. every time cut off that judgment or you know it's because it's greebly doesn't feel good Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. last week we talked about judging yourself the judgment you put on somebody else you're first judging yourself the feeling first starts in you Mm. so even that slightest small piece of Mm -hmm. to a person Mm. come on Mm -hmm. that's the heart cry that people have is oh they saw me Mm. (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know they heard me and I feel seen Mm -hmm. and that experience and encounter that can happen in a drop Mm. for some people just with one person yeah. What if it happens in a coffee shop and they go mm. home that night and they mm-hmm. tell their mom, oh, I was serving somebody and it just changed my entire day because instead of being grumpy at me, they just smiled and were just nice. Mm-hmm. And it felt genuine and it changed my day. Mm. Yeah. It was real. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like that's really connected to this idea of I see you is it's like genuineness. This idea that you're not just walking through and you're seeing the person, you're caring, but then also that you're really you. You know, sometimes when we talk to people, we can be somebody else. And we all play roles and we all have responsibilities and, you know, professionalism and things like this. But it's interesting when you can be you and be real 
And usually, if you're real, it's more likely that you'll feel seen. If you can be real, then other people will see you. And then also, if you're real, it's way more likely that other people will be real as well. Yeah. And then they'll be feeling seen yeah. because they're being real. What this could do to society, Cyrus, mm. this could really make an impact. And I would love to encourage people to practice this, test it out, see about the time when the telemarketer calls mm. and you pick up the phone mm-hmm. and what's your average response? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, hello, I'm calling because I have something to sell you mm. and do you already have this product? And mm. I do mm. and I'm not interested but is that person a jerk right away? <laughs> they, are they not still a human with mm-hmm. a voice? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously the robot calls. Yeah. That means nothing. But the <laughs> ones that are not robotic and it's a real yeah. person. Yeah. What yeah. about that? What about shifting right there? That's somebody's son. That's somebody's daughter, right? That's yeah. somebody trying to get through school or somebody who's trying to make a living. Yeah. They're not evil. Mm. Come on. Yeah. You know, and then you don't know. Maybe they are. Uh, <laughs> there are scams out there. Let's yeah. be real about that, too. Mm. So scams set people up to be cynical. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, one of the effects of trauma is the feeling that you don't trust the world. And oftentimes when people have this experience of trauma and they don't trust the world anymore... They do put up walls. I mean, if you don't trust the world, you're going to put up walls. And this is kind of a bit of a false choice, in my opinion, is the idea between either I'm going to trust the world and get taken advantage of, or I'm going to not trust the world and be safe. I feel like there's a middle ground. I feel like there's a place where you can walk in, and you can be warm, and you can be curious, and you can see the person, and you can be open to the idea of vulnerability. And still not give them your credit card number. You know, yes. You know, like, and still have that <laughs> level of like, okay, I'm open and I'm warm and I've been hurt before, but I'm still willing to be open to the level that people can be safe and willing to be open to the level that gives good experiences and wisdom. And I can see you and I can make choices then about being close, but I want to still be as close as I can be mm-hmm. while being safe. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So let's say it's a scammer. Mm. that's calling and you may not know that about them Mm. but they are coming at you (laughs) with a human voice Mm. (laughs) and as silly as that is but it's like no there's a person Mm. let's go there first even if their intention is to rob you Something created that intention. Mm -hmm. Was it because they're actually in a very bad place and being forced by somebody? Mm -hmm. Maybe they don't even know their employer has that, and Mm -hmm. they think they're doing something legal, but it turns out to be a scam. Maybe there's all kinds of things going on, but that's a person first. Mm -hmm. So even if, and I think that that's what I mean, is like a lot of people just have that impression before they even let Mm -hmm. any feelings come in. Right. It's just like, no, I have the impression that you are evil. Mm -hmm. I have judged as soon as you said, hello, may I please speak with ma'am? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Yes, I mean, I think this idea that people have been hurt, they've been so hurt out there, it's 
hard. It's hard to be real anymore. It's hard to let people in. And it's really hard to get over. It's hard to kind of move past that sometimes. I have a solution. Ah. (laughs) You don't have to let them in. Mm. Let your light shine. You know, come from your light and let that be what sees. Mm -hmm. Let the light in you see first. Before you make a judgment, just be and let them just be. Mm-hmm. Then bring out all the discernment and mm. be as innocent as... Well, wise as a serpent, innocent as a dove. Mm. Yes. Wise as a serpent, innocent as a dove. It calls for mm. cunning. Yeah. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. that has a little bit of a negative connotation when you think of serpent, mm-hmm. thinking about the whole Garden of Eden and the serpent tricking Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know more about nature and history and thousands of years ago oh. what serpents were like and why we're likening ourselves? The only one I could think of is that it's referring to the Garden of Eden, which is an interesting idea that it, yeah. it would be to be wise like a serpent, to think through your relationships with people and the motives that people have and to think about what you can say that's going to get you where you want to go. Normally when you think about cunning or manipulation or things like this, basically what you're saying is that you're trying to take the conversation in the direction that you want to go in, either to keep yourself safe or to hurt somebody else or maybe even, and I think this is more what it's talking about, to help somebody else too. I like that because wisdom is a friend. Mm. And when you think about wisdom, you want to be wise. It's not Mm -hmm. dirty, Mm -hmm. uh, even though that initial Mm -hmm. trick Mm -hmm. was. Mm. But I like the thought of craftiness. Mm -hmm. There are skills involved. Mm -hmm. So to say the devil is wise Mm. sounds like... No, he's just an idiot. Like, Mm -hmm. no, no, actually, Mm -hmm. there's evidence of him being wise, Mm -hmm. not the way we think about what wisdom is. Right. There's kind of an intelligence there. There's a cunning there, you know, and there's a knowledge of social realities and how to interact in a way that's pleasing or how to interact in a way to kind of move people to be persuasive. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with sales. I know lots of people who like to sell (laughs) who are wonderful people Um, but then how do you use persuasion in an innocent way how do you use persuasion in a wise kind of is care your motivation yeah yeah i think that's the difference Mm -hmm. is i'm not here to hurt you Mm -hmm. and i actually want to help Mm -hmm. that now the care part is where some of the motivation is and then it just changes all of the interaction anyhow mm-hmm. like as soon as somebody feels cared for instead of just bulldozed in any situation it just changes their mm-hmm. outlook hey mom i had such a good opportunity serving coffee today you wouldn't believe it somebody came in and all they did was smile and look at me and i felt seen mm-hmm. what was that right well that's care Mm. it -hmm. came from somebody who authentically felt like I'm going to see you today I'm not just going to stand behind this counter and order Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to order and see you when I do it Mm. wow yeah I think that you know people can take a lot of meaning from being able to do that I mean from the other looking at it like when they're working at a job where they're interacting with the public where it's like okay I'm going to take this job I don't have to just 
do what I've been told to do just to get the money or just to you know do this task or whatever it is. I'm actually going to interact. I'm actually going to bless this person in this time. And then you may still have people who mm-hmm. don't see and will continue to be their mm-hmm. asleep mm-hmm. selves, like sleepwalking is what I call it, because I think if a person wakes up to the reality of the light the potential light Mm. that they have and the light that's in the other person that they're not going to be sleepy Mm. that they'll be kind and see people but then again the person who's wanting to live this new life is still going to encounter the sleepwalkers Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes yeah and you can get knocked into moments of cynicism i mean don't let that crush your spirit thoroughly you might have a day you might have a week you may have a time I liked what you said last week where you had referred to feelings and emotions. You said, I'm not against panic. Mm. And that really stood out to me because Mm. it's like, I'm not against the bad feelings you may have, Mm -hmm. this cynicism that you may feel. Mm -hmm. You're listening to this and you may have actually had quite a long stint of cynicism. Mm. (laughs) Perhaps you're 21 years old and you're pretty sure you've had it for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I mean, we can have those experiences, right? We can have those difficult negative experiences. And one of the things that's interesting about being open is that if you're open to other people, even if you're very discerning, you're probably going to also have some negative experiences as you discern. Because usually discernment means giving people small opportunities. So you'll experience some of that negativity. You'll experience some pain. And it's interesting because if you have a view of life where pain is not acceptable, I'm going to live a life with no pain. Well, that's very limiting. And it takes away from meaning. Most of the time, in order to be able to see people, you're going to have to be willing to accept some level of pain in order to have that meaning in your life. Pain is not your enemy. Mm. Oh, that's good. Mm. Pain is not your enemy. We also spoke about triggers. Mm. And we were talking about trauma triggers. And I heard an expression, glory Mm. triggers. So let's say you have something in your past that created a trauma experience for you. Mm -hmm. And it was absolutely forming now little things that happen in your life, little conversations things that push those buttons, that cause those triggers. Now you're set back into that and that place where you had that occur, Mm -hmm. that it sets you back and you Mm -hmm. feel somewhat crippled by it. And now it's a struggle and Mm. it's a hurt again. Mm -hmm. To be able to rather bring yourself to the memory of the point of that creation of trauma, Mm. instead of have it trigger you all the time that you can speak to it, Mm. that moment and say, look, you weren't successful in defeating me. I am still breathing. Mm. Mm -hmm. Look, here I am, and I have made this work out in my life. Mm -hmm. It's not the destruction that that should have caused. Right. Because you can look at your life and say, oh, there's a series of destructions and it's all destruction and this destruction, this and destruction. Well, it's like, are you listening and breathing? Mm -hmm. Are you hearing this and are you awake and alive? Mm -hmm. Are you aware of certain good things Mm -hmm. that perhaps are around you? Mm -hmm. 
Do you have someone that loves you or that you love? Mm-hmm. Even if it's your cat. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. yeah. You rose up to that. Mm. Here you are. Mm-hmm. So then take that to that hurt, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the trauma. And now, instead of it being something that sets you back, it sets you up. Mm. So instead of a setback, it's a setup, a reframing of what a trigger mm. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like you can perceive these things differently. You can understand when you experience a trigger, when you have that response, it could be terrible and it can be challenging for people to get here. So it's not always easy. But almost every trauma has some kind of wisdom in it, and you can perceive these things as kind of helps for yourself to understand how to move forward. Yes. And Yes, uh, and that's how yeah. you can reframe it too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You're looking at it with, oh, this will help me. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. doesn't have to crush me anymore. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to crush you. It can actually lift you up. It can actually be something that makes you wiser and makes you love you know love more honestly love more in a complicated detailed complex way with more wisdom in it rather than the blind rush uninformed in experience you can actually have that measured complex affection that comes with experience (laughs) indeed Mm -hmm. well thank you Cyrus well thank you Marianne Well, that was an honor to get to spend that time with you. Appreciate you tuning in. Please check out more of Dr. Cyrus at maplecrestchurch.ca and at drcyrusdirksen.com. Thanks again and tune in next time for Bridging the Gap. I'm Marianne Rose.